0: You're listening to Anita Marks on ninety-eight point seven ESPN.
1: Anita Marks with you here on ninety eight point seven ESPN hour three in this Saturday. Each and every Saturday, we're gonna kick it off with Joe Wiz. He's got his own gambling shows here on ninety eight point seven ESPN on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday mornings as well. Now that football season is in full effect. Joe, how you doing?
2: Hey, Anita, thanks for having me back on. I'm super excited. You know, week one of the NFL season, we got a whole ton of college football going on. And, yeah, my, uh, the fine line is back on the air, and we, we smashed it, uh, you know, with a ton of people. Everybody wants free winners. Everybody wants to make money. So hopefully in the next few minutes I'll be able to, you and I will be able to give out some more free winners so people could make some wise investments.
1: First things first, Colorado up on Nebraska, 13 nothing. I got Colorado minus one earlier in the week. At kickoff, it was minus three. Uh, as soon as we started the show at high noon, I told people, jump on it. This is Deion Sanders, his son leading the way at home, first home game debut in Colorado. Go Buffaloes. And, of course, they're up 13 nothing. Did you have a play in this matchup?
2: Uh, no, I stayed away from this game. either. It's one of the few games because the whole world was betting Colorado, and the line was dropping in the game. The line was two and a half, and when you looked at it, here I was like it just seemed so easy to take Colorado. And apparently, with the score being 13 and nothing right now, uh, Nebraska, you know, had a couple of turnovers in the, uh, uh, in, the in Colorado territory, which has enabled the uh, Buffs to get this 13 nothing lead. But uh, I was a little concerned about it because this was one of the most heavily bet college football games uh, on the entire board. They're uh, almost as much as the NFL, which is unusual because the NFL takes so much action. But everybody uh, was on Colorado, and, you know, that's what scared me off of it.
1: Um, well, I- I'm glad I went on it. Uh, I- in-, in this Colorado <laughs> offense, <laughs> I trust Nebraska's defense, nothing to write home about. And I'm really not sold on their quarterback, Jeff Sims, but nonetheless. Uh, so that's where that's at right now. Just kicked off uh, the third quarter. Uh, Texas and Alabama, the big game tonight. I'm on Texas. I like Texas. I'll take the points, and I might even throw some coin on the money line. Joe, what say you?
2: Yeah, when you take a look at this game here, Alabama's favored by seven in this game here. And last year when these two teams met, and you know, went right down to the wire, Alabama won the game, in 2019. But uh, you know Quinn Ewers is under tremendous pressure. Obviously, you know we know that Arch Manning's on the sidelines there, and Ewers got hurt. In the game last year, Uh, and um, you don't know we don't know what to expect with Alabama. Last week they beat Middle Tennessee State 56-7. That was like a scrimmage game, and we still don't know what we're going to get out of Jalen Milrow, the quarterback for Alabama. I think this game is going to be a very close game, and I do agree there is potential to make a side wager on the money line. I'm taking Texas plus to seven only because Tuscaloosa is one of the toughest venues uh, in all of college football, and uh, you know we'll be seeing a lot more of Texas in the SEC since this is the Last year in the Big
1: Twelve. Another game that I'm on later on tonight. FSU going up against Southern Miss. Over/under is at 53. I like the over here. FSU looked great against LSU, and they've got a pretty solid defense. They couldn't even stop FSU in the second half. Their last seven games, uh, they've averaged anywhere between 35 to 49 points. So I think they're going to score at will. If Southern Miss can uh, get in the end zone at least once, maybe twice. I think this over hits easily any play in this matchup.
2: Yeah, when you look at it, the game goes at 8.30 tonight. And Florida State, uh, how, how about the, the performance they had? Uh, uh, it's a spectacular performance there. And uh, every time Brian Kelly, he should have never said anything. I think we talked about it last week on the show when Brian Kelly comes in there and says, hey, we're going to go in uh, to Orlando and knock off FSU. He said, not so fast. And that's exactly what happened. FSU took it to them. The line in this game is at 31, Anita. Uh, I have no interest in laying the points with FSU after that big win. Uh, but, you know, maybe the total, I, don't, I haven't looked into to it too much but i normally when it's a high spread game i always tell people to either play the dog or play the total but uh never lay the 31 points in any game because you just don't know what florida state is thinking of. they just might treat this game as a scrimmage
1: um so those are the three games i'm on today what say you what's your favorite college play joe
2: yeah i got a couple of them Anita. One of them I put out on Twitter, which is uh, Joe with sports. Those of you that want to get free picks every day Twitter Joe with sports uh Boise state anita they 're playing central Florida. Boise State is getting three and a half it was three and a half. Maybe people will follow me on Twitter and sort of that line's down to three. Central Florida is laying three to Boise State. I am taking Boise State on the money line, and I'm taking the three as a gift, uh, an early Christmas present. But I'm taking the Boise State Broncos. Uh, Another game that I'm looking at is uh, Oregon is taking on Texas Tech uh Oregon scored a ton of points last week they're going to Lubbock to take on the Red Raiders Red Raiders went into double overtime and got surprised by Wyoming line in this game six I like Texas Tech plus the points in this game as well in college football so I'm expecting a lot of dogs to be barking all afternoon and tonight in college football and when we get to the NFL I have some surprises too
1: yeah so you said you have you have a so that's your favorite play what's your second favorite play give us one more college play before we move to NFL
2: well, Boise would be my top pick in college football. I, part, I promoted it on my show with my big dogs. I felt that was going to win outright, and I'm um, sticking to my guns with the Broncos. I took them at plus three and a half, and I even bought the half point. Um, so now the line's at three, but since I'm expecting them to win outright, I'm still uh, okay with taking the three. And my second best play in college is at 7 p.m. is the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Um, that line opened up at six and a half. I had grabbed it at seven. I'm always shopping around, either People, even my clients, when I give out the games, like That line doesn't exist. That line doesn't exist. But you can buy points at certain sports books. You can buy the alternative lines. And I tell people, whenever there's a line at six, I'm always looking to buy it up, even if you have to buy a little bit. It's protection, it's insurance, just like when you're driving a car, you don't expect to use the car insurance. But when you get rear ended, you know when the game lands on seven, at least you get a push instead of a loss. So Texas Tech right now is at six. I see some smart books that are showing the line at about five and a half. I had granted a plus seven. But I tell people all the time, in college and football especially you always have to get you have to shop around for good lines it's not like baseball where it's just a money line
1: again joe is joining us here on 98.7 espn he's got his own gambling shows here friday saturday and of course now sunday morning 6 to 7 a.m leading into of course fantasy forecast my fantasy show uh which will be front and center tomorrow morning starting bright and early Um, let, let's talk some NFL and and let's keep it here in our own backyard. Of course, news broke yesterday with Darren Waller, unfortunately dealing with some type of hamstring issue. We don't have a lot of details about it, but the Giants are home getting three and a half against the Dallas Cowboys. How are you playing this matchup?
2: Yeah, it's unfortunate, Waller, but you kind of knew what you were getting when you were getting Darren, right? And either last year, he was on the, uh, you know, always uh, you know game-time decision. It almost reminds me of the NBA players that are always in game-time decision. Uh, and he's probably obviously not going to play, but uh, the Giants right now, I see the line at three. And Dallas is favored by three and a half. There's some threes either way. Uh, the totals are 45 in this game here. And, uh, you know, Dallas has dominated the series, and they won nine of the last ten versus the Giants, and they're loaded. They got in Brandon Cooks, uh, but I think the Giants are actually going to be better than they were last year, and a total for, I played the Giants uh, on my show, we talked about playing the Giants over seven and a half wins for the season, and uh, last year the Giants uh, were 14 and five against the spread, and 11 and three against the spread as dogs, and a lot of that had to do with uh, you know winning these uh, one possession games, they won eight of those, uh, and I think that the uh, Giants... Our live dog, at plus three and a half, if you can get that number, at plus four. There were some earlier numbers at four, but that's beat up. But uh, I'm taking the home dog. I think the Giants hang with the Cowboys. It wouldn't shock me if they pulled off the upset.
1: I hear you. I'm with you as well. Uh, and then Monday night, we've got the Jets going up against, of course, the Buffalo Bills. This line's been all over the place, right? Kind of weird. Opened up at two and a half. At one point, jumped down to minus one. Now it's back up to two and a half. Uh, What's your play on Monday night?
2: Yeah, I know a lot of Jets fans are drinking a Kool-Aid with the New York Jets, and uh, why not? We got Aaron Rodgers, you know, fourth-time MVP. Uh, but you got to remember the Jets have had ten or more losses, six of the last seven years, and they lost their last six straight, last six regular season games last year. It's a whole different team for the uh, for the Jets. Obviously, it starts with uh, you know Aaron Rodgers, the offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett, Dalvin Cook, et cetera. Buffalo, you remember the Jets beat Buffalo with Zach Wilson last year in MetLife, uh, 20 to 17, uh, and. The But the Buffalo Bills, you know, last year they had won seven seven straight regular season games before they played their worst game in the playoffs against Cincinnati. They lost that game 27-10. I'm taking the Jets, though, plus to three, a buy-and-a-half point. I think this game is going to be decided by a field goal either way. Close game here, but with the emotional aspect, I mean, Jets, uh, you know, I do put some value with the emotion. I think that there's going to be electricity you know, at MetLife is going to be insane. Um, I'm looking for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets plus to three. Uh, and also on the money line, uh, I'm looking for the Jets to knock off Buffalo uh, on Monday night. Go Jets!
1: Uh, There's quite a few games that I do like in this slate. Uh, I really love the Pittsburgh Steelers plus two and a half. Um, I love the Jags minus four and a half. Uh, I'm going to use the Washington Commanders and the Baltimore Ravens as a two-team six-point teaser, both of them uh, going up against teams that I'm not expecting much from this season uh, believe it or not, I do like the Patriots plus four against the Eagles, and I love the Seahawks minus five against the Rams. Uh, I mean, I feel I'm feeling really good about this slate. Uh, give me your top three plays heading into now, Sunday, wait, Joe
2: wait till you're watching the red zone tomorrow, four 15. That's what it all comes down to. Uh, yeah, the red zone is the best thing that's ever happened. Um, I don't watch the games, uh, the whole slate of them, but watching the red zone from four to four 30 is just insane. How, how the emotions of games go up and down? But Anita, I do agree with you on the San Francisco 49 er Pittsburgh Steeler game here. Um, I do like Pittsburgh in this game. Everyone's talking about the 49ers and they had a spectacular season last year. Obviously it ended in Philadelphia, uh, with Brock Purdy getting hurt. Um, but the Pittsburgh Steelers, they don't get the respect and they're always close and they, they've done made some good adjustments since Ben's left. Um, and the line right now, I see a two, two and a half. Um, again, like. I think this game could be a very close game. Anita, I'm stressing for people to go out there and look for value and grab the Steelers plus three, just in case if, Uh, San Fran wins 2017. You live for another day. So I do like the dog in that game. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers plus the three. Uh, One of the other games that I had looked at is actually a total. The matchup between the uh, L.A. Rams and the Seattle Seahawks, I don't expect the Rams to be able to score many points. The Seahawks have a very improved defense. The total in this game is at 46. Without Cooper Cup, um, I think that the Rams are going to be very challenged to put more than 10 or 14 points on the board. And um, I think the Rams, uh, you know, um, I think they're going to be very challenged to score a lot of points. So I think about the total in that game, under 46 between the Rams and Seahawks. That was one of my other plays that I liked. And uh, one of the other games that I looked at uh, was the cincinnati Bengals Cleveland matchup here. Uh, I know you and I had talked about this back and uh, you know, we weren't sure exactly what's going to be the situation with the quarterback situation with Barrow. Uh, and the line is at two uh, right now, and the total is at 48. Uh, I, I think I'm going to take a shot with the Browns in this game here. Uh, Plus the three, if I can find it, Anita. I'm, uh, you know, people hate me sometimes when I give out these lines. Like, Joe, these lines don't exist, but you can buy them. And I stress it all the time. You know, when it comes to football, you have to get the good lines. Whenever the line's two, take it to three, even if you have to pay the extra juice. Because, uh, you know, half points can make or break your season in, in football.
1: Yeah, I also, I always tell people, you know, y- you got to jump on the lines early, right? Yes um you've got to jump on the lines early because that's when you're getting really the best value in in, in, in the best lines out there so i tell people that all the time uh- Joe any final thoughts before we let you go we are less than 24 hours away from week one of the NFL season somebody pinch me really unbelievable and the
2: fine line line tips off tomorrow kicks off at uh, 6am and Anita uh, you know I just there's a lot of new people out there even though sports betting has been legal but you know people have to be careful with betting too many games and betting a lot of parlays and teasers Um, I try and tell people to treat this more as an investment and whether you bet a hundred a game or a dime a game or a dime is a thousand people should know that they should bet within their realm, and a lot of people get carried away. I always use the analogy of either can you go to the bar and have a beer or two and go home or a glass of wine or two. A lot of people can't. They sit there and they, get, you know, they start betting six, seven games, and uh, I like to hope that we can educate them a little bit more and having some discipline and understanding that sports betting, you know, you have to be very disciplined. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon, and, you know, we'll be talking to them when the, there's a winter storm warning going on in January, and we'll be talking about the Jets and Giants in the playoffs that's my final note
1: fantastic great stuff joe appreciate you have a great night thank you very much you got it uh joe is Bet rivers make sure you tune into his show tomorrow morning bright and early 6 a.m leading into my fantasy forecast show from 7 to 8 a.m and then really excited coming your way at eight o'clock amani tumor part of our 98.7 espn team this season so really excited about that it'll be amani me and of course mike tannenbaum Uh, Talking all things Giants, Jets, and NFL. Getting you ready each and every Sunday morning uh, for your Sunday NFL games. All here on 98.7 ESPN.
0: Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac. Weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup. Blue and ready for the play. And Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776.
1: Let's go to Tony in the Bronx. Tony, welcome in.
2: Hey, hey, Anita. How you doing today? Great. Yeah, I th- I thought I, th- I, th- I, th- I th- you were, I thought you weren't going to come in today. I thought I was just ready for you tomorrow, uh, but now, but now, like, well, not I'm too. I'm
1: back I'm back on tomorrow morning as well, Tony. So you okay. get you you get you get to double dip here with me. So
2: okay, all right, all right, so all right. okay, so all right, but I'll come on tomorrow morning and give you my one's um predictions here, my read one predictions here. But two things, but I got some hot takes here. Two, maybe three. One hot take. Um, the Giants will finish in second place in the NFC East. Two, the Giants could possibly be playing Philadelphia for the NFC Championship game. And the third possible thing is, Daniel Jones and Jalen Hurts could. Daniel Jones could possibly join Jalen Hurts as their first two, four thousand pass, one thousand rush yard threats. In NFL
3: history.
1: Those are some hot takes. I'll tell you. This is, we're having some fun. Joe and Harvey producing the show each and every Saturday afternoon. The three of us are giving our three hot takes and I'm going to follow them throughout the NFL season. So let's just recap. Joe's got the Steelers winning the AFC North. He's got Jamar Chase, offensive player of the year. And he's got, the Seattle Seahawks winning the NFC West. Harvey, you are up, my friend. It is time for you to give us your three hot takes of the season.
3: All right, I'm going to be straightforward here. This will be Kyler Murray's last season with Arizona Cardinals. That's my first one.
1: Is that really a hot take? <laughs>
3: That's my hot take. Yeah. Do you want that? I can give you the one I gave to Gordon.
1: Okay. Okay. Let's uh, time out. Let Let's just like let's define hot take. It's better than
3: the, than the caller. The caller is say, saying, it possibly, might <laughs> say, play. I
1: love that Joe is laughing in the background.
3: They could That's play adorable. the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. Jones might be a 4,000-yard, 1,000-yard runner. Maybe.
1: I, I know, but... Possibly. The, the, the co- I, I know, but the, the caller doesn't work for us, right? Like, we, we need we need to be one step ahead of a caller, right?
2: I like, don't to, you think, think I like that, to think... That, don't
1: you think it's our responsibility that we need to be one step ahead of a caller? I truly believe we do. So, um... I, you know, hot take is something that like isn't the obvious. I I think I think there's a really good chance Murray is not the starting quarterback for like I think Arizona is is pretty much tanking so that they're going to draft a new quarterback. Like I think the writing is on the wall there. So I I need like I need like a hot take like like whoa like really like you say something like a hot take to me is something like you're making a predicament and and people out there listening to the show are like snap wow I can't believe he thinks that that's a hot take
3: I'll take that one over Jalen Hurts and Daniel Jones as 4,000 yard passes and 1,000 yard rushes
1: again you can't compare yourself to a caller I will
3: compare myself to a caller all day and every day
1: all right okay so one is Murray is not going to be the starting quarterback for Arizona next season what's two
3: the Packers finished last in the NFC North
1: Packers last okay that's see did you just did you hear Joe in the back Joe goes whoa see that's a hot take that's the response that 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 is indicative of a hot take that's the response you want
3: I'm like hot ones I'm just you know the 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 Scoville scale whatever the hot scale is is just going up and up it's
1: warming up okay and last but not least what's your third hot take
3: Jackson Smith and Jigba is the offensive rookie of the year
1: I'm sorry what
3: Jackson Smith and Jigba
1: oh the offensive
3: rookie of the year not B. John Robinson.
1: Offensive rookie of year. Okay. All right. So those are your three hot takes. I don't know how sizzling hot they are, but
3: it's better than <laughs> I-, I won't repeat myself.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, so my hot takes. Hmm.
3: wait a minute uh,
1: okay well let me so number one i'm i'm with joe i've been saying this and by the way I, i've been saying this for over a month now seattle wins the nfc west okay that's my that's my that's my number one hot take seattle wins the nfc west calvin ridley leads the nfl in receiving yards Nothing? I don't get any kind of... Joe, where are you? Where's your... Ooh. No, Ooh. I I kind of, like, that's not really that far out there. I really like... Really? Because everybody, everybody and their grandmother has money. I mean, Justin Jefferson, you just... You have Jamar Chase winning Offensive Player of the Year. I, I mean... No, but I could see Calvin Ridley because, I mean, he was a sneaky fan. He got a lot of late fantasy buzz. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just because... I was targeting him in fantasy and I, I can see the potential. It's not that as that of a big hot take for me or hot take for me because mm-hmm. I I can see the reasoning behind that. And last but not least, I have the Chargers winning the AFC West. Now that I could that's a hot take. Thank you. Really? Over Kansas City. Over Kansas City. So Seattle winning the NFC West over the 49ers. Calvin Ridley leading the NFL in receiving yards and the Chargers winning the AFC West this year. Those are my three hot takes. Okay, gentlemen. So we're we're all we're all on the board. I have them I have them written down. I'm going to hang them up here in my studio and we will follow these throughout the season and we'll see how we're doing. Not that we can follow Murray. Are you Harvey, before we take a break, I'm giving you an opportunity to replace your Murray hot take with something else.
3: My Murray wanna- my Murray hot take was better than your Calvin Ridley hot take. What? Yeah, that's not a hot take at all. Calvin Ridley.
1: To lead the NFL in receiving yards?
3: No. I would honestly say that's bad. Over that
1: Tyreek I- Hill. Wait. Over Tyreek Hill. Over Stefan Diggs. Over uh, Jamar Chase over Justin Jefferson.
3: I would honestly. Over
1: uh, seriously over AJ Brown.
3: I would take Mike Colmery uh hot take.
1: CD CD Lamb.
3: I would take over, Mike Over
1: uh, Are you serious?
3: I would take Mike Kyler Murray hot take over your um over your Chargers AFC West hot take.
1: I, I don't I still don't think oh, if you Are you have under- them winning a playoff game?
3: Yeah, earlier in the day, I had the Chargers winning a playoff game, but not winning the division. I'll actually, I'll actually back it up with saying that it, it would be uh, Jonathan Gannon's uh, going to be one and done as Cardinals coach. That's my other hot take.
1: Well, you only get three.
3: Well, I put a fourth in there because you don't want me to have a three. You want me to take one out. So I'm going to actually keep that one and add a fourth.
1: No, there's no four. There's a four you for can't, me. No, no. It's too late. No. You
3: can't take it. No. No take backs. Nope. No add-ons. Nope. Calvin Ridley to lead the (laughs) league in. (laughs) Calvin (laughs) (laughs) This is a very fun game.
1: (laughs) Oh, I think I just tinkled myself.
0: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Colorado. Deion Sanders, prime coach, making another statement today. 31-7 up on Nebraska. Boy, and I got this. I got this at minus one. You know what happened? Folks just, this is what happened, Harvey. Folks just didn't believe. Folks didn't believe. Folks didn't believe. By the way, that two-point conversion is going to be called back. That that, that ball hit the ground. So uh, twenty, it's going to go back down to 29. Um, That's what ha Harvey, folks just, you know, TCU lost a lot of players. They lost a lot of players. And I just, I don't know. I, I just, I don't think, I think everyone thought that, oh, it's just an, game one of the season. TCU really isn't that great and did not buy into Colorado. And everybody and their grandmother put money on Colorado. Let me tell you something. Sports books are taking a bath right now, folks. They're taking a bath. And again, this line opened up at 1, and then at, at kickoff it was at 3. Interesting to see. Who do they play next week? Do we know who Colorado plays next week? Hold on. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it up. I'll call it up and look. Um, in the meantime, let's take your calls. Let's go to Lee. Calling in from Harlem. Lee, i got to make it quick. I only have about a minute 30 left in the show. I, I apologize, but wanted to get you on, my friend. What you got?
2: I appreciate a Great show. Hey, my, my take is the Giants will win the NFC East and the Super Bowl goes through the MetLife Stadium. And one more take. The Giants will have the number one defense in the
3: NFL.
1: Okay, those are some hot takes. Look at that. even got a sound effect from our producers. That's nice. Um, so next week, Colorado plays Colorado State. That's going to be a butt whipping. Uh, and then some tough games on the horizon. Oregon ranked 13th. USC. How about that? Woo. How about that? Colorado and uh, the Sanders family going up against Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley. USC, baby. Oh, boy. Um, so a cakewalk next week. What do you, What do you think, Colorado? I think Colorado is going to be favored by like thirty eight points next week, right? Are we in agreement there? I think they'll be favored by like thirty eight points. And then Oregon, they're they're at Oregon, and then they're home against USC. Whew, that's going to be a good one. Anyway, everybody, I want to thank you so much for tuning in, Harvey, Joe. Always appreciate you guys. I want to thank Patty Trania who joined us on the program today, also Cynthia Freeland and Joe Wiz, they are going to be uh, with us each and every Saturday afternoon, getting you ready each and every week for your NFL season. I'm back bright and early tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., right here for Fantasy Forecast, wall-to-wall hour, getting you ready for your fantasy matchup, and then, of course, me, Imani Toomer, and Mike Tannenbaum with you for New York Game Day. We'll see you then, right here on 98.7 ESPN.
3: Nope. No take-backs. Nope. No add-ons. Nope.